Alright, looks like we're gonna start this interview in a little bit. Let me bring myself on in a moment. Hey everybody. Welcome to Fresh the Word TV. There I am. I got my glasses on. My eyes. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to some tunes. I'm going to bring on my special guest right now. Let's edit to the stream. Hey, Lena, how you doing? Hi, hi. Doing great. How are you? Doing great. I'm doing great. Everybody, this is Lena Scissorhands. She is the vocalist, a writer for the metal band Infected Rain, straight out of Moldavia. And they just uh, released their newest album called Ectasis on Napalm Records this January. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing great. Uh, still have my coffee. So <laughs> just uh, enjoying the morning. How are you? Yo, I, I'm doing good. It's uh, I'm here in Michigan. It's kind of cold still. There's um, uh, it's cold and windy and very much um, uh, disrespectful with that wind. <laughs> okay. So, um, how's everything going? Uh, there's been uh, you got the guy. He's got the new album out. Um, how's how's the you know now that things are starting to open up in the, in the, you know, doing shows, you're about to get guys going on a North American tour starting in May. So how are you feeling these days about finally getting back out there and being able to play this music? Um, I know you've already done some shows, but how's it feel? Well, we haven't done too many shows, unfortunately, since uh, the craziness happened. We only had one tour in literally two years and a half or two years and three months. Um, so it was kind of not enough, of course, and uh, it's a little bit chaotic because this year we have to catch up with shows that were postponed uh, and all also newer shows, uh, newer tours, because we just released the album and the demand is um, growing when a band has something fresh, you know, so um, it's a little bit chaotic. We are trying our hardest to make everything work because, um, you know, like, honestly, we are starting our European tour um, in a week. Exactly. And uh, I'm already packing to live for uh, Europe. We start in Belgium and we are going to have an entire month uh, run in um, Europe. And then seriously, five days apart, we we have only five days to travel to North America, breathe for a second and start over. So we will we will, um, you know, go ahead and um, uh, start our North American tour and then only 10 days 
after uh, we start our uh, summer festival season, which is normally the entire summer um, filled with festivals and some club shows. So it's a little bit more chaotic than we uh, would be like um, used to even uh, before uh, COVID. Uh, we always had a lot of touring and a lot of traveling, but they were more spread apart in a way. <laughs> Right. Um, but I'm not complaining right now. I'm very excited, although I know it's going to be challenging and hard. Uh, but I'm super, super excited to be back on the road with my brothers from Infected Rain and uh, meeting all the older fans, newer fans. You know, um, it's exciting for sure. With the you know with the new album, Actasis, like what? What what did you what did you guys want to really accomplish with this new album? And, and did you feel like that you were able to really put everything into it that you wanted to? Yeah, we are very satisfied with the result. Uh, we did not have a specific goal uh, before we started writing. We never really do. I know some bands go with a plan and a, a one specific like theme or atmosphere or whatever mood of the album we didn't really ever uh plan anything like that um before and we didn't do it with this album either um however during the recording process and composing process we kind of had a couple of um you know like points that we really wanted wanted to make sure that we like achieve those like little goals here and there throughout the album uh you know like for example the whole idea of postmortem part one being the opening song of the album and postmortem part two being the closing yeah. song of the album that was obviously uh planned but the the idea came while we were recording um then you know I, me being the writer of the lyrics I feel like I have a lot of uh, freedom and a lot of um, trust from my bandmates when it comes to the mood and the emotion itself that uh, this album is going to deliver. You know, um, I write mainly uh, based on my own life experiences and ups and downs of my own uh, journey, you know, and, uh, you know, I feel like because of when it was written and when it was composed, it has a lot of a lot of things to say because we were the entire planet was going through such a metamorphosis, such a big uh, and um, stranger to us feeling, you know, like not even our parents or grandparents ever went through something like this before right. in their generations, you know? So the entire planet somehow was hurting. And I'm not only talking about the um, human beings, I'm talking about the nature itself with its animals and, and everything, you know, there were so many fires and, right. and we lost so many beautiful places in the world that were, you know, and then when it comes back to people, we had so many riots and there's wars and all that kind of all one after the other or sometimes someone simultaneously. So yeah, I had a lot to say for sure. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned about nature. Um, we, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, like you said, with, you know, we're losing, losing you know forces they're on fire there's they're laughing but like when we were going through um the big the beginning stages of the uh, of the lockdown during the pandemic 
you saw you got a glimpse of what how people and what things how things are set up affect nature because when everything was locked down you saw nature healing itself absolutely that absolutely and people that refuse to see that are fools seriously because it was so in your face you know it was in your face because everybody was uh forced to sit home and uh, not drive around to go to work or you know have this gatherings with other you know people no matter what the gathering um goal was definitely less pollution less uh human uh invasion (laughs) is making the nature thrive for sure but now you know like when people ask me this question they're like okay so what do we have to do stay in lockdown all time of course not but we have to learn and respect that nature is doing way better without us way better because all we do is take 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 but instead of taking and being uh respectful um and thankful in return we are disrespecting the nature by you know having so much garbage around by overusing over consuming by you know there are so many things i can go on and on i don't want to sound like a you know broken record but you know excessive fishing excessive hunting um there's so much and seriously i'm not um you know discovering a new uh world right now this is a known fact, a demonstrated fact for years and years. There are documentaries, there are podcasts, there are books, you know, and people that are um, aggressive towards me or towards people like me that sometimes suggest uh, nicely things like that, um, you know, I think they should just take a moment and maybe do the research and understand that this is not something I invented or you invented. This is the reality that we all live in but some you know some people just choose to be blind to the reality but hey you know it's how do i explain i i I understand that certain things were taught to us and it's it's the way of the society to uh have things easy like for example when the one use only everything was created long ago right everything out of plastic that you can open use once throw away right it was created like something super new. It blew up. Everybody was so in wave <laughs> about it. You know, makes life easier, traveling easier. Right, right. Here, but there are alternatives. They won't change your life. All you have to do is wash after yourself. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Take a minute here. What's the uh, tends to our dog? To say thank you for everybody who is tuned in right now. Press the word TV. Lena says her hands from Infected Rain. Excuse me, I had a deli- very important delivery I had to sign. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sorry about that. So, yeah, you know, like this is pretty much it. And um, uh, you're totally right. You know, it was blank and plain and so easy to see that the nature does not need us (laughs) we need nature right like i remember a long time ago uh the comedian george carlin you know rest in peace god yo he uh he he was he was saying all these things like everybody's saying save the planet save the planet save the planet and he's like screw that the planet's doing just fine it's the people who need to change yeah people need to change for sure 
I, I, I will disagree with this, that, with the thing that, you know, the planet doesn't do fine because of the people. Without the people, planet is thriving. Right. 100%. Yeah. So it's like, you know, imagine, imagine that you, um, you have guests in your house, right? Yes. And they are disrespectful towards your house and they leave trash around, don't wash after themselves, or they are not grateful. They, you know, um, destroy your property. It's pretty much the same. We never think about it, but it's exactly the same. Definitely. On this, uh, you know, on this new album, what were some other things that you personally like just wanted to get off your chest that you were able just to put down on pen and paper for this, uh, for this album? Um, many, many things, actually. This album, just like um, other albums prior to this one, have uh, it, it has a lot of themes and it touches certain, you know, uh, very sensitive uh, topics. Uh, I know not for me only, you know, a lot of people can relate to that as well. I wrote about depression. I wrote about um, the fear of abandonment. I wrote about the greediness that I um, witness, um, you know, from pe some people that I even like cared about very much, you know, the, the constant search is a big, big uh, theme in my lyrics in this album as well, constant, constant search for something better, uh, ignoring what you have already. So like, you know, those people that they are hard workers, hands down, you know, you know, they are, however, whatever they achieve or whatever they are in life, they are never happy. They're never satisfied. They always think that the neighbor has it better or in other country is better. Or maybe like if I'm going to be with another person, I'm going to be better. Stuff like that. These are just examples. But we totally know at least one person, either in our family or in a group of people uh, that, you know, that we consider friends, that is like that. We at least have one, all of us. <laughs> and it's like right right so right. i chose to write about it because it was something that hit me very hard and 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 witnessing that in in a person that i cared a lot at the time was not easy and dealing with that was not easy and in general accepting that this could be a reality is not easy so yeah yeah that's something that i think you know yeah there's people who are like just that you know the grass is always greener type people mm -hmm. then you also you also always have those people that they almost need that endorphin rush on a regular basis like for me my record collection is based off my, <laughs> my endorphin rush i'm like I gotta, i'm buying records and uh just to like but like a friend of mine was like records are not always going to cure that void that's in you and I was like, okay, well, but this oh, is a little bit different because yeah. I think that uh, being passionate about uh, one or two or even five things um, in life and collecting them or caring about them or studying them is completely different than um, ignoring, you know, emotion, yeah. ignoring uh, energy, ignoring people that you already have and already love you and you got it all. But still, you're you're unhappy, and and don't get me wrong. Sometimes uh, um, this means that this is not really what you want in life. But then you have to know what you want in life, and not screw everybody else and ruin everybody else's lives and make everybody worry if that's your family or friend or whatever, you know. But when you have no idea and you just 
jump around different people's lives, you know, and impact different people and then just trash them like garbage or, you know, stuff like that is one values. But basically what I'm trying to say is, unfortunately, the people that I am trying to uh, point out here are people that have very wrong values. Their yeah. values are very off and things that they value the most are materialistic which is very, very sad because, you know, when you die, you can't take anything with you. And that's what postmortem is about. It's about the, this hitchhiker, this person that is constantly uh, looking for something and, and values materialistic world way more than, you know, everything else that matters the most. And that's why I say all the things you have don't belong to you. They don't belong to this world. They are right. not a part of you because Things that we wear and, and we own, they are nice luxuries to have, but appreciate them, you know, cherish them. Don't get greedy about more, 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 better, 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 expensive, expensive, expensive or whatever. And then all of a sudden you look around and you feel lonely. You're like, I don't have friends or, oh, nobody loves me. Well, maybe there's a reason. Right. And recently uh, Denzel Washington said, you never see any... You never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. Exactly. Can't yeah. take it with you. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't. And don't get me wrong. As I said, we you only live once and you work so hard. You right. have to, of course, as well, find that uh, happy medium, the balance between, you know, the things that you surround yourself in your house, in your uh, f group of friends, in everything, you know. Uh, of course, you have to have things that are pleasant to your eye, to your mind. That is also very uh, curing, the, like the, the, the buy your favorite book and cherish it and read it. You know, don't just collect books because you want to seem and look smart. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the difference, because both these people will buy the book one to actually read it and and maybe learn something or just read it and and and, you know, like have their own conclusions and whatever. The other will buy the same book, for example, just to put it out there. So the friends that come over will be like, look, she or he is smart, you know, or something. I don't know. I it was just a, just a very basic example, of course. Right, right. Okay, so you know, you and the band are uh, are from Moldova. That's on the border of uh, the Ukraine. We all yes. know what's going on. What, what what's your your thoughts about this right now? You know, because you're it's right on the border of Ukraine, and this is all yeah. happening. You know, okay, right now. so I will start this by saying that um, I would prefer not to talk too much about politics or anything. Obviously, we understand yeah. that when um, we talk about situations this drastic, this is not only about politics, it's about people and their yes. lives. Um, and I have a lot to say about it, but I will be very brief. And I will say this. My band mates, they have relatives in Ukraine. Because of Moldova being territorially touching Ukraine uh, in years and generations, people move a lot, you know, and there are families that have a parent from Ukraine and a parent from Moldova or both parents from Ukraine and they move to Moldova or vice versa. Some Moldovian, um, you know, uh, people would move to Ukraine and live there. So what I'm trying to say is this is... Uh, this connects us so much and it touches us more than pe some people think. Uh, 
Now, all I can say here is that this is insane. What's happening right now in the world in that specific area of the planet especially is insane. And mainly it is because this is another good example of greediness of uh, people in charge, right? But this is this has happened throughout history so many times. And what blows my mind is that we are in 2022 and it's still happening, you know, and the people can't find the balance and the, the, the perfect, um, you know, agreement between themselves. And it comes to this, you know, all I um, tried to do uh, since this started was sharing as much helpful information for the people that lost their homes and have nothing to eat. Um, and obviously, I'm not a politician. Obviously, I'm not anybody that can change the situation. But all I can say is I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everyone that is suffering right now. I'm sorry for all the Ukraine families that are losing the, their, you know, relatives, the, their children, their house, their investments, their businesses, everything. I'm sorry for all the people that died. I'm sorry for all the people that are going to be scarred for life. I'm sorry for everybody from my country that uh, are losing relatives. But I'm also very sorry for people in Russia that just woke up to this in a way um, because this decision was not people's decision. And there, yeah. I have friends and fans and band um, musician uh, friends, different bands in both countries, Ukraine and Russia. And I keep in touch with them and it's crazy uh, to, to hear all their stories. And it breaks my heart because uh, a lot of people in Russia are also suffering and they are heartbroken. They they cry all the time because of the cruelty of their own government. And I want the world to know and acknowledge that. This is not about automatically hating an entire nation, you know? Of course it's not. And I know a lot of you understand this. And I understand this. And no matter how much hate and how much pressure you put on me online for not talking about war, which... I'm getting a lot every single day, every single day. No matter how much you will write to me about that, I will still have the same opinion. You know, I am for the people. Yeah. I am not choosing a side here. Of course, what the government did is insanely tragic. And it's, it's insane to support that. You know, it's insane to support death like that. It's insane. And uh, and uh, and uh, if you ask me about things that happened back in the day in in the history, I, I would have the same answer yeah. about every single country. You know, I have um, relatives in many countries, and half of my family comes from Armenia. Armenian people they suffered so much throughout centuries, so much from different people, you know, and it breaks my heart as well to hear all those stories, to see even recently something happened in Armenia, you know, and, and don't stop blaming people for 
you're like, where were you eight years ago when this and this happened? Where were you 50 years ago when this and this happened? We are, we are talking about the present situation. Present, right yeah. So I know, like you just touched a very, a very um, um, sensitive topic, obviously. I will try and stop here, but this is definitely a completely um, unique topic that can be debated on and talked about for hours. Right, right. Nothing we say, unfortunately, is going to change the world. But I just, I just hope that, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of people with big hearts and, and, and will help all these um, refugees like, uh, like uh, all the neighbor countries have been doing so far, my country included you know um but is that enough to is that you know nothing nothing on this planet is going to cure that humongous um wound that is constantly going to bleed in the souls of people that lost what they were fighting for and working for their entire lives something that you uh you know you sort of touched on is that uh you know you have friends and family from that are in different countries. That's one thing that's really uh, incredible about Europe is that because it's like in the grand scheme of things, smaller than a lot of the, you know, the other continents and everything, like you can travel really easily to different countries. How has, how has, yes and no, you are very right. However, there are other hidden little things that not many people know about. For example, citizens of Moldova, which is the country I was born in, which is the country where the band is from, uh, we were were not allowed to travel easily to Europe before. we, We were in need of visas, permissions, paperwork, money, so much going on just to have one vacation or one tour, little small tour. Things have changed relatively recently i want to say 6 to 6 to something between 6 or 8 years ago things have changed and uh moldova is still not part of the european community but the rules and the relationship between our country and the european community have changed and um now it's a little bit easier to travel in fact when my band started it was insanely difficult we started in 2008 and for the first four to five years of our existence, we struggled with touring. Moldova is an insanely small country. The entire population of Moldova is like Las Vegas, where I live currently. It's like the city. That's how small the entire country is, right? So how many shows do you think you can do there? Maybe two per year, three max? Of course you need to travel. So where would we travel? We would travel to our neighbors, Ukraine or Romania. So now with Ukraine and Russia, we could have traveled. There are a little bit, there there used to be a little bit easier um, traveling uh, rules. So we did that, of course, but that was also something we could do only a little bit. And then, yeah, to get a visa to travel Europe, uh, it was very tedious, very expensive, and they would only give it to you for a week or two. And then our we had to change passports so uh, often because it was full with visas, you know, and we just had needed new passports because there was no more room, you know. And it's crazy. It's crazy because um, 
yeah, it, it used to be very difficult, very. In fact, that is one of the main reasons why a band from Eastern Europe, especially a band that started in the earlier 2000s, um, would do smaller pieces in their career. You know, because a lot of people that discover that my band is 13 to 14 years old now, they're like, where have I never heard about you? Well, it's mainly mainly because of that, because only yeah. after a while we were able to tour some more, spread the word some more and stuff like that. You know, like, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, how yeah, did I'm how did how did sort of being able to, uh, you know, the, the have more freedom to travel once the, the rules got, you know, lighter, loosened a bit, how did that sort of affect the band to where now you're able to, you know, tour globally, no, doing a still, North American tour? So don't get me wrong. There are still uh, a lot of rules uh, regarding certain countries. Like, you know, we need special permission and visa to visit America, uh, to visit uh, England, to visit um, Latin America, to visit, um, I don't know, um, there are more countries uh, right on the planet that are still very harsh and difficult to get the permission to, but it's easier right now because we have a bigger team, um, uh, you know, that nobody sees they are behind the curtains, but they do a lot for each band. So we've been independent for 10 years, 10 years. We did everything by ourselves. And thanks to our fans and them believing in us thanks to some uh you know more important people in this business that also noticed us and and wanted to make a difference and help uh with uh, you know um suggesting something or booking an extra festival for us or something like that we are insanely thankful for all these people until finally we decided to pull the trigger and sign with one of the labels that were actually a couple of labels were, were trying to have us under their wing but because we, we were so independent for so long, it was not an easy decision for us. But um, when finally in 2019, in the very beginning uh, of the year, we signed with Napalm Record, things just uh, went a little bit uh, different route. And, and it's just, all it is, it's uh, you have more people on board to make these things happen. That's all it is, you know, because otherwise we we would never be able to even have this permission, you know, from the embassy to come to North America and have legally, obviously, legally and with all the paperwork in place, have shows. You know what I mean? Like people just come to your show, they pay for the ticket, they see you play, but they don't think how much you did to <laughs> be there on the stage, to get there. Right. They don't know. They don't know how many people were involved for uh, for this to happen. They don't know how much it cost you. Sometimes it costs you way more than all the tickets that were sold that night. But again, I'm not complaining. This is a dream come true. It's the best job I ever had. And I hope I will be able to do this for a long, long, long time. Well, all I'm saying is, it's worth it. It's difficult, <laughs> but it's worth it. Absolutely. And we appreciate every single person that wants to make a difference, comes to the show, pays the fee for the entrance, and maybe even has that extra to support with, you know, buying your album or your T-shirt. But again, we never expect that. We never, you know, um, demand that. We will never be like, oh, if you don't buy this, you, we're not going to sign it. 
we will yeah i don't think we will ever 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 do anything like that to our fans because um i've been a fan of different bands and music throughout my life and i know how it feels so um especially respectful and um you know loving fans will always always get what they deserve back all the time and you can ask anybody from the 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 you know um diehard fans from infected rain nobody ever left uh, a show like unsatisfied or yeah the the band's been around for for like about 14 years and you said like there's people that are surprised about that and at what point do you feel like there was a a, a time when like you made that jump to a level where more people were starting to finally uh notice infected rain did you notice the time oh yeah it was a couple of times uh one big big step was uh in fact when um the traveling uh restrictions were put down and we could travel more that was first uh first very very big step and more people were able to at least give it a try you know and give it a listen or whatever second big step i would say was when we started playing um you know, next level European festivals, festivals that hold more than 50, you know, something between 50 and 100,000 people, open airs. I'm talking about festivals that go for three to five days, you know, that makes a big difference as well for a band. Even if you are the opening first band, it doesn't matter. I promise you, just make sure you do what you love from the heart you know, be nice and prepared for uh, the stage, rehearse, work hard. And it doesn't matter if you will play at 11 in the morning or at 11 in night. You know, if you're good and only five people will come to see you at 11 a.m., for example, because everybody's in the tent uh, hangover, <laughs> those five people will spread the word. I promise you. Right. Another thing that I love about you is that you know, I love seeing all the pictures that you, you know, post on uh, Instagram, like you yourself are like a piece of artwork and you work with these incredible uh, um, photographers. Can I talk about what you love to do in regards to the visuals of, you know, not just, you know, and also with the band, with the videos, because you've had, there's been incredible videos also. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the band and the band's visuals, uh, I want to say that we are very lucky to have uh, extremely talented and um, very gifted, you know, um, people in the band, you know, and the, the, the way their imagination works, man, sometimes even I'm shocked. Um, one of the main creators of ideas and also video uh, content contests content, I'm sorry, is Vidic, our guitar player. He also is very gifted uh, in um, video itself. He edits and uh, he um, studied a lot of uh, programs for special effects and stuff like that. So it gives him an idea of what can be done and can be achieved. So we always put a lot of thought behind every single visual that we put out there. It can be photos, videos, behind the scenes, everything. Uh, That's why sometimes it takes longer for us. Uh, We don't just drop a video every day um, or like even every month sometimes. But however, like every single one that comes out, 
is almost like a movie, you know, um, that's very important for us. And it always have been since the single number one for the song Judgment, Judgmental Trap. We had a story. We had specific locations. We had, you know, a plot and, and you know, every single person has had a role. It was like that since the beginning, you know, uh, when it comes to me. I think that um, it helped a lot. I Before being um, a musician, I used to be a hair and makeup artist for a long, long, long uh, time. Um, I think, oh, so I started very early. I was 16 when I was already working, uh, employed, believe it or not, a uh, hairdresser, yes. Uh, and uh, slowly I, you know, I was, uh, um, working on my craft and becoming, you know, better and better in what I do, I decided to do makeup as well. And then eventually I started working with a lot of photographers and models. So I started noticing that I really like the idea behind it and being able to deliver a message, a look, an atmosphere, a mood was something that was very fascinating for me. So I started having photo shoots. In fact, I had my first one when I was 19. And yeah, so also way before the band, uh, I've been doing that for a while and uh, never professionally like hired by, um, you know, um, I don't know, specific uh, labels <laughs> or how they are called in the modeling industry. I have no idea, uh, but, uh, I, but I always loved it. So it helped a lot. Uh, to, you know, to know the craft of like hair and makeup. And, and then slowly I started like transforming clothing and putting things together and just a lot of fun. Everything that I could just express myself with. Okay. So, yeah. So I keep still keep doing it. I um, um, love to stick with the same people when it comes to photographers because I feel more confident and yeah. I feel like, when people know you real good and they already worked with you, uh, if you, um, you know, if you have the same vibe and it feels like I give them uh, room for creativity and they give me room for creativity and we just have this like amazing results, you know, it's pretty cool. What do you look for in a photographer that you want to work with? You know, uh, all I'm looking for is um, acceptance. So basically, I've, I've worked with many, many different photographers, but I have some photographers that I worked for years. Like one of one of the best examples would be Victoria Wonka, which is a very young a uh, super talented photographer from my country. When I say young, she's not young as a photographer. She's been doing it for probably 15 years now, but she is just even younger than me when it comes to her age, but she is out of this world. She, um, just the way she sees certain things and she wants to grow all the time. She travels. I adore working with her. She's one of my favorite to work with. We've done calendars with her before, prints, so much, so much. Um, uh, and uh, to answer your question, what I look in, in a photographer is to uh, give me room for creativity and accept me the way I am without being trying to make me more like what you would like to take pictures. Because if, if we chose to do this together, it is for a reason, right? And I understand first time you still, you know, try to understand how everybody works. But 
yeah, if there's no vibe and, and we don't understand each other or, or don't give each other enough freedom uh, in uh, creativity and in expressing ourselves, then it won't work for sure. For sure, there will be no second time. <laughs> How important is that creativity, that freedom of creativity in both doing doing these photo shoots and also making music? You know, how important it's is that? It's everything. It's the key. It's everything. Because when you are expected to be someone else or to look like someone else or to sound like someone else or to do something that was already done, you sooner or later you will stop having fun. And when you stop having fun, this job becomes just like, another you know job that you were like i'm never gonna sit in a i don't know in the office uh for with normal hours with all due respect for people that actually do sit in, in offices and work normal hours you know but you just made this creative job this job that you could have fun into a just a job and when it comes to music and everything connected to art you have to forget that is a job when you will forget that this is a job and you will forget about oh i can make this amount of money on this amount of money with if i do this what if i will do this maybe this will bring me more money you it's not like that it will it will not work for long it might work for you for a while but not for long how do you, you know, stay yourself, you know, when there's so many images and things online of, of people who look like the, you know, they're on that greener side of the grass, you know, mm -hmm. and when you have, and you, but at the same time, you have a very unique look, you know, so how do you sort of, you know, stay to yourself? Well, thank you. Um, I think this is a very good and important question. And um, unfortunately, there is no specific formula or rule about how to stay yourself. You know why? Because uh, we change in time. Time is never the same again. In, in fact, it, it, this is another thing that I wrote about as, as well. Time, like me today, is not me from yesterday and me or me from tomorrow. It's going to be still me, but a different version of me, right? So that's why there can't be a specific rule or formula for how to stay true to yourself however there are certain little uh, tricks that you could do that will help you so in order to stay as close as possible to what you love to what you um, cherish uh, is to understand your values in life OK, and it's not it's not easy because we are human beings and human beings have a lot of um, we have a lot of wants. You know, we see something we're like, oh, I wish I had that or something, even if it's not materialistic. We talk about, you know, just anything in order to achieve things that you want, you can write them down. That helps a lot. And you say, I really want to learn so much. For example, there's a new thing that uh, I recently discovered. And I mean, I knew about it, but I never like actually hold it and and looked into it is a um, tarot card reading. It's very cool, very unique. You don't even have to like really um, know a whole lot about it. However, I... I put I, I even have it on uh, written down 
that I want to learn more about it. And when you put certain things down about what you like, what you want, what, um, you know, everything, it's easier to achieve them. And that's how you stay true to yourself. Because social media is obviously fun and it can uh, do great things for your business, all that, all that. And, and trust me, I see that the most, you know, because uh, it helps with the, the band, the communication between fans, everything. It's so helpful. But it's very easy to get lost in, in, in everything, in hatred, in jealousy, in so much, you know. Uh, it's plain. It's out there. You uh, All of a sudden, there is a voice in your head saying, oh, look at this girl. She totally copied it from me or whatever. I, I, was, I warned this in a music video way before her or something. So what? Let it happen. Let it be. You you be you and you'll come out with something new, something else. It's very easy to give in to these you know, more like, I don't even know how to call them properly without like uh, insulting anybody. Like these are, impulses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's very easy. And trust me, even I mean, I'm not I'm not a saint. I do it all the time. But the, the, the key is to try and stop yourself in time. Don't let those uh, thoughts, um, you know, mold and, and um, spread in your head and make you somebody else and make you this negative, constantly negative person, you know. But this is like that in, in, in life every day. You, you don't have to be big on social media or being in this industry. It's every day, you know. Uh, you can decide what to do. You can decide this is all in your hand. You, when you will be like, okay, this is my life. This is my vehicle. I will sit down and be the driver. I won't just be the passenger. That's when you will be you because you will make your own decisions. To kind of wind things down, uh, when a fan of Infected Rain goes to an Infected Rain show or listens to a record, watches a video, what do you hope that they get out of it? Mm. Well, mainly good time. A good um, recharge of energy if we're talking about live shows, live performances. If we're talking about the record itself, a good a uh, reminder about how precious certain moments are, like the moment where you sit down and enjoy a song. It's a precious moment, precious. We never pause, we never sit down. We listen to, the mu we listen to music while doing something else. Hell, there are people that watch movies like that. People watch movies and they are in their phones. People watch <laughs> movies and while they cook or, you know what I mean? Which I've done it too many times. But there is time to just take that moment. Give that gift to yourself. And especially if you're checking out something for the first time and it's a movie you never seen before, sit down and watch. Or, you know, things like that. But Or like it's a new record. Sit down and listen. Like take that moment for yourself because you, it's like, okay, it's like listening to music while reading a book. Which one do you think you're doing at the moment? Neither. Right. Neither. You're not doing both. You're doing neither because you're not going to remember even, I don't know, 15% of that book. And because you're going to have other words in your head from, from the music, you know, 
So it depends. Like, obviously, there are things that you could combine, like mm, laying in a bathtub and reading. Beautiful, right? Or uh, being outside with your dog at the park while the dog is like either running around or just sitting next to you, but outside and you're reading a book. For example, there are things that can work together, but uh, there are things that cannot. So what I hope for all the band listeners uh, is that they... um, they take this gift from us and they receive it actually and they feel it actually you know the gift of music awesome this is a good spot to uh to end things now it's been great talking with you as always uh what's uh you know what kind of break down anything that's coming up for you and the band uh well either then uh you know um the tours um, I would say just, you know, stay healthy and take good care of yourselves because we need you. And uh, yeah, uh, see you all on tour. Great. Where can people go online to get more information about both you and the band? Well, obviously you can just Google it. It's super easy. But I think that the best uh, place to see um, the, the, the most information in one spot together would be the band's official website, which in our case is infectedrain.com. Awesome. It's been great talking with you. Uh, Thank good you. luck with everything. Be safe. And uh, hopefully I can make it to one of the, uh, the North American tour dates. Cause every time you've come to the Detroit area, I've, I've missed the show, you know, whether you're opening or not, like, so hopefully uh, next time you're in Michigan, I can, uh, I can, I can make it to the show. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you there. Thank you so much for having me. All right, great. You have a, you have a good day. All right, you thanks. Too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. That was my interview with uh, Lena Scissorhands from the band Infected Rain. Uh, please check them out. They're a great metal band. And this is the first... Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the Fresh as the Word TV. This is the first episode. Uh, we'll have the show archived on the Fresh as the Word YouTube uh, uh, channel. And also the audio will be on the Fresh as the Word podcast feed. Uh, and I'll be probably posting clips on all the social media. Uh, if you're uh, if you're lurking right now on, uh, on Twitch, please... Uh, Please uh, hit the no uh, the the follow and notification button so you can uh, check out uh, future episodes. Uh, I'm going to be doing other things too uh, on uh, Twitch eventually. I'm kind of uh, floating around town right now, uh, so I'm kind of bare bones with my setup. So once we uh, once I get everything uh, more solidified in my life, then uh, we'll have more Twitch things going on. But uh, it's been great talking with you, and please uh, talk. Uh, have, thing is. Thanks for everybody who tuned in, who's listening to this maybe later on. Uh, please go to twitch.tv slash um, fresh is the word TV. And uh, please uh, share it if you want. Uh, you can um, also just uh, check out my uh, socials. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is kfreshdetroit. And uh, that's probably the best places to uh, find me. And uh it's been uh, it's been great. To- uh, it was great talking with Lena, and this is uh, I'm glad to get this uh, first episode out of the way <laughs> after uh, after a bit of a hiatus. All right, so uh, that's all, and have a great day, everybody. <laughs>